1: Marshall believes could have saved the life of a woman during a fire in Silver Spring. I'm Mike Marilla. Why some Northern Virginia businesses are asking for higher taxes? I'm Nick Nelly. U.S.
2: Supreme Court hears arguments today in a case that could decide the fate of free speech online. We'll check in with Axios in just a few minutes at nine ten. Capital still trailing the Red Wings at this hour. Nine o'clock.
1: This is CBS News on the hour, sponsored by General Steel.
0: I'm Jennifer Kuyper and Chicago winter weather alerts are up in 23 states as a system moves from the Pacific Northwest to the Northeast
3: this week. The Twin Cities in the bullseye. If you have a chance to not tempt fate, this would be the time to not tempt fate. A warning shot, not just from a veteran first
1: responder, but a veteran Minnesotan, the chief of the state police. A half-inch of
4: snow
0: and 40-mile-an-hour wind means you can't go anywhere. So stay home, stay safe, stay warm. That's WCCO-TV's Jonah Kaplan. More from meteorologist Mike Bettis with the Weather Channel. Really
1: heavy ice anticipated across southern Michigan, including Detroit, half-inch to three-quarters of an inch. This will bring traffic to a standstill, not to mention with this kind of ice, we're anticipating widespread power outages.
0: President Biden tells a crowd in Warsaw about about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. war
1: is never a necessity. It's a tragedy.
0: President Putin chose this war. CBS's Charlie Daggett is in key. When they
1: see President Biden standing there in front of the American flag, in front of the Polish flag, in front of the Ukrainian flag, a day after he made that unannounced visit here, it shows support for this country as they fight in this battle against Russia.
0: Better tank cars and working conditions, it's what the U.S. Transportation Secretary wants from the nation's railroads after this month's toxic train derailment in eastern Ohio.
1: Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says his office will hold the railroad accountable for any safety violations that contributed to the February 3rd derailment. Industry shouldn't wait for us to force them to do the right thing. He says he wants to see changes like mandating that rail companies provide employees with paid sick time to prevent tiredness.
4: I think that the rail industry needs to move immediately to take certain steps like protect whistleblowers in the industry. Matt Piper, CBS News.
0: Seattle becomes the U- first U.S. city to ban discrimination based on a person's caste, a system of social ranking in parts of Asia. KIRO's Diane Duthweiler. South Asians in Washington
5: say it's a problem. As a South Asian myself, I can vouch that caste and caste discrimination are present and functioning in the greater Seattle area.
6: That's a city council member
5: in
0: Redmond, home of Microsoft, which employs a sizable number of South Asians. Also addressing Seattle City Council before the vote, Akil Manda, who says the bill is an insult, to hindus
1: you're putting a racist stereotype that hindus are cast when this is not the case we are against caste we are against discrimination this is not the way to do it
0: diane duthweiler for cbs news seattle in new orleans they're letting the good times roll on this fat tuesday with thousands of revelers in the french quarter and parades this is cbs news
1: business owners general steel can help save you thousands by owning your own custom-designed buildings. Call 888-98-STEEL or visit generalsteel.com.
2: 903 here on WTOP on this Tuesday evening, February 21st, 2023. Reston is at 54, down to the 40s and 30s overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories. We're following this out. It's election 2023 on WTOP. Democrat Jennifer McClellan has won a special election tonight in Virginia's 4th Congressional District. It makes her the first ever black congresswoman from Virginia. She'll replace the late Representative Donald McEachin. He died in November. McClellan has represented the Richmond area in the state's General Assembly for more than 15 years. And tonight she defeated Republican Pastor Leon Benjamin in the deep blue district that's anchored in Richmond and stretches down to the North Carolina border. Again, history made. For Virginia congressional history, we should say Jennifer McClellan, a Democrat, has won a special election tonight and becomes Virginia's first-ever black congresswoman. Now the latest in the trial of six men accused in the shooting death of a 10-year-old girl in D.C., Micaiah Wilson was gunned down while on her way to get ice cream in 2018. Now her older sister was told the courtroom more about what happened that day.
5: Najee Lewis described for the jury that her 10-year-old sister Micaiah and her spent the afternoon before the shooting at the pool. But the 10-year-old, who refused to wear a bathing suit, had to leave after jumping in anyway. It was one of her last carefree moments before being shot through the heart while sitting next to her sister in front of their clay terrace apartment. When she saw a car pull up and heard gunshots, Lewis testified, quote, "...it was so loud and it was so many, I didn't want to get hit in the head," and recalled holding her 10-year-old sister's head down, too. But when they stumbled into their mom's apartment, Lewis says Makaya was standing holding her chest and then collapsed. She died on the apartment floor. Six of the 11 people who were charged in her killing on July 16, 2018, are on trial. Police say the group's indiscriminate shooting on that day was a gang retaliation. At D.C. Superior Court, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News.
2: This past Saturday, 25-year-old Melanie Diaz was killed in a fire at a downtown Silver Spring apartment complex. The state fire marshal says, sadly, Diaz's life may have been saved if the building had a sprinkler system.
4: I'm surprised that we only lost one individual that night.
2: Maryland State Fire Marshal Brian Geraci says a
4: state fire code change in 2018 gives buildings until 2033 to install sprinkler systems. It's going to take time to sprinkle these buildings, especially these larger buildings such as the one in Silver Spring. I mean, that takes a lot of time to do and uh, obviously a lot of money and a lot of funding. But he's speaking out hoping that properties don't wait until the last minute because with the stuff we buy nowadays, flames, he says, spread faster than ever. It's all synthetic. It's all plastic. And it burns much hotter. He says in Montgomery County, 80 high-rise buildings don't have sprinkler systems. That number is 20 in Prince
2: George's County. Mike Morillo, WTOP News. After this fire, death, and other injuries and damage, a nonprofit says it's stepping in to help those affected. Maryland Housing Partnerships website shows the nonprofit launched a fund to aid the nearly 400 residents. One hundred percent of donations are said to go directly to those affected. We've been reporting here as we heard from Mike. The three-alarm fire took the life of Melanie Diaz. It also sent at least 15 residents and three firefighters to the hospital. One resident was left in critical condition. Three pets died in the fire. Cause of the fire, which started on the seventh floor of the building, is still being investigated. Donations to the fund can be made through the nonprofit's website. Find that at WTOP.com. Search fire. 906. Some local business owners in Alexandria may soon be paying higher
1: taxes. In return, they would get some extra promotion for their companies. We think it's important to market the city, the businesses. Amy Rutherford owns two businesses in Old Town, Alexandria, that would fall within the boundaries of a proposed business improvement district, where commercial properties would be hit with a new tax, of $0.10 per $100 of assessed value. Rutherford says organizers need to get petition signatures from 60% of the affected property owners, and they're about a third of the way there.
5: We're doing the heavy lift of going door-to-door, phone call-to-phone call, email-to-email.
1: If they do get the signatures, the plan would then be considered by the Alexandria City Council. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. If you'd like to learn more about the idea, organizers are hosting public forums
2: tomorrow in person and on Zoom. Find more details at WTOP.com. Coming up, a case that could drastically change Internet speech laws is now in the hands of the U.S. Supreme Court. We'll bring you some live details about today's arguments with Axios tech and policy reporter Ashley Gold. Stay close to WTOP tonight.
0: Oh, hello. Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most out of their care? Then meet your new kind of friend. Optima Health. With on-demand virtual care and an easy-to-access mobile app, Optima Health offers Northern Virginians round-the-clock options that can keep up with their round-the-clock needs. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your -your always-has-your-back friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan.
2: At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices... We provide our customers with peace of mind, protection. We offer the best of both worlds. The technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making, only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. 908. Michael & Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael & Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks right here on WTOP. Let's go to Bob in the traffic center.
4: In Maryland, setting up a work zone on 270 southbound before Route 80. Should be getting by single file to the left. And on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, heavy and slow again tonight. Southbound through Laurel from 198 to a point before 197. Single right lane is getting by that road work. Again, that's southbound and getting by to the right. Northbound lanes are open. 95 is good to go both ways. And around the beltway, no incidents or delays to report. But Virginia, southbound 95 hung up badly, getting to the diversion point at exit. 148 traffic is still being set off of 95 at Quantico for cleanup of the earlier truck fire. And there's a lot to clean up. The only traffic getting by the scene of the truck fire now is traffic that was stuck beyond exit 148. Once they drain out that traffic, then they'll just have everybody diverted as they're doing now. So a lot of extra customers can be expected on Route 1 southbound, getting into Garrisonville, where you can re-enter 95 on 66. Everything is running well in both directions. Bob with WTOP Traffic.
2: Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper.
6: We'll have lows tonight in the mid-30s to low-40s. For tomorrow, temperatures in the 40s and low to mid-50s throughout the day. And our temperatures actually continue to warm overnight Wednesday into Thursday with A high on Thursday of 80 or 81 degrees. That is going to be a hot day out there. Record high temperatures in the forecast. And then our temperatures, well, they come crashing down on Friday as we fall into the 40s throughout the day. Wind chills on Saturday in the 20s and 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist, Amelia Draper.
2: Roslyn at 55, Farragut Square 55, and Laurel 53. Some of us down to the 40s, even the 30s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in home estimate. Now, 910 on WTOP. Oral arguments were held uh, earlier today in a major Supreme Court case that observers say could radically change speech laws online. Gonzalez versus Google involves a lawsuit by a family whose daughter died in an ISIS terrorist attack in Paris in 2015. The Gonzalez family says by sharing ISIS videos, Google-owned YouTube helped the Islamic State spread its message and get new recruits, violating the Anti-Terrorism Act. To help us break down the case tonight, we bring in Ashley Gold. She's tech and policy reporter at Axios. Very nice to speak with you tonight, Ashley. Google is pointing to a law known as Section 230 here and saying it protects that company. Can you explain their argument?
5: Absolutely. So the law that you refer to, Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, almost entirely immunizes websites like YouTube, websites like Twitter, Reddit, Nextdoor, Glassdoor, uh, Pinterest, a- anywhere on the web that has user-generated mm-hmm. content. This is a law that was put in place so that the company itself would not be held liable for what people post. And it mostly keeps these companies from Uh, fighting lawsuits all the time
2: and beyond what i said in the introduction what is the gonzalez family arguing
5: the gonzalez family is arguing something that's a little uh, wonky down in the weeds but i'll try my best to break it down for you here so they want to say that what youtube does is beyond the scope of this protection because it categorizes and presents videos you know how you go on youtube you see a carousel of suggested, recommended videos that are similar to what you've already been looking for. They say that this is YouTube playing an active role in sort of pushing this content out to people and therefore should not be under the protection from liability.
2: Did the justices express skepticism, and we should say both justices known to cons- to lean conservative and to lean liberal?
5: So it was quite surprising uh, because the, the more conservative leading justices, actually we were a little skeptical of the plaintiff's argument. The The plaintiff's lawyer did not have a great day in court. He stumbled over his argument a bit. And even Justice Clarence Thomas, who in the past has expressly stated he wants to revisit Section 230, was not all that convinced uh, by the Gonzales argument. Uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh seemed especially unmoved that this law needed to change. Surprisingly, the justice who came out swinging sort of the strongest against Section 230 was um, our new Justice uh, Kintaji Brown-Jackson, who seemed very skeptical about the law.
2: Depending on how things go the next time you or I uh, pick up our phone or sit down at a laptop, uh, how could the Internet experience for us change?
5: So if you listen to the companies, they'll tell you that the way we're able to sort of freely post on the Internet You know, restaurant reviews, a review of a job, a review of a movie, a tweet, a Facebook post. That's going to become more complicated because companies are going to have to pay attention to every little thing that people post. And they're probably going to be a lot more careful about what they let people do in order to sidestep liability. So this idea that the web is going to be kind of less fun, less diverse, um, less sort of variety of viewpoints out there. Um, is what they've been saying. But, you know, I don't think the web would change overnight. I think, you know, if if the liability shield went away, you would start seeing a lot of lawsuits, and then we would maybe see how the company behavior changes and how the user experience changes. I'm not convinced it's something users would feel quickly.
2: Uh, Sorry to limit you to just a few seconds, but we definitely have to mention Twitter is on deck tomorrow before the Supreme Court, a very similar case.
5: Yes. So this case specifically has to do with whether Twitter can be held liable under uh, the anti-terrorism statute. So this this uh, case sort of sets aside the Section two hundred and thirty question, even though the cases are very related, and specifically is going to be looking at whether a tech company can be, you know, charged with terrorism claims.
2: Really appreciate the update tonight, Ashley. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. Ashley Gold. She's Axios Tech and Policy Reporter. We're watching a lot of tech issues come before the High Court this week. Straight ahead here on WTOP, updating you on the Maryland women against Iowa and the Caps against Detroit
0: Sports at fifteen and forty-five, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white.
3: Think red. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. All right, Capitals running out of time against the Red Wings over at Capital One Arena, the home team trailing three to one as we have oh eight and a half minutes left in the third period. Pew Suter had an unassisted goal in this period. This after scoring a shorthanded goal in the first, the lone capitals goal coming on a first period. Power play scored by tom wilson they'll need uh, a flurry of scoring here uh, in this third period now if they're going to avoid a fifth straight loss and now uh, the seventh ranked maryland women putting a hurting on number six iowa a huge second quarter uh, steve dresner is live in college park to tell us how the third's going
4: Rob, we're on a timeout here in the third quarter with the Maryland women on top of Iowa, 66-45. to And that huge run in the second quarter has spilled into the third quarter. Well, Brene Alexander leading all scorers, 22 points. Lavender Briggs also having an outstanding night, 12 points in the game. Now, Maryland only shooting 44% from the field. Iowa? 36 percent two and a half left here in the third maryland over iowa 66 to 45
3: all right two men's games of local interest saw vcu pull away for an 88 63 win over st joe's that's three straight uh, wins now for the rams virginia tech fell short in their bid to upset 13th ranked miami they lose at home to jim Larinaga's hurricanes 76 to 70 rob woodfork wtop sports
2: 917 and automated license plate readers are tools that police say greatly help them in catching criminals. Civil rights groups aren't so sure. Fairfax Now reports Fairfax County Police are planning to add 25 more license plate readers to high crime areas this spring. It's an expansion of a pilot program that police say helped them in 35 cases that resulted in 60 arrests. But civil rights groups such as the ACLU Virginia have ethical and privacy issues. An ACLU lawyer says the group was not told ahead of time about the expansion of the program. He says using such tech should be in the public's hands, not just a police decision. They've been around for decades, the DCN Taxation Without Representation license plates, although the word end was just recently added, but for a while you've seen taxation without representation. Anyway, if that language is not strong enough for you, you will soon have another, more direct choice, a license plate that reads, We Demand Statehood. DCist reports the city's Department of Motor Vehicles is working on it. It sent the paperwork to the D.C. Council. You may be able to get one for your car around October. Axios recently reported President Biden has opted not to put the end taxation without representation license tags on his official limousine. The president says he supports D.C. statehood. DCist wonders whether he's holding out for the stronger we demand statehood tags. Top stories we're following at this hour. President Biden in Warsaw today reaffirmed the U.S. dedication to Ukraine nearly one year since the Russian invasion began. The Biden administration breaks decades-long protocol when it comes to applying for asylum at the border. Stay with us WTOP. Now it's Bob Ibbler in the WTOP Traffic Center.
4: In Virginia, traffic southbound on 95 continues to be diverted at exit 148 at Quantico because of the cleanup. That still goes on around the truck fire up ahead uh, just after Quantico. So all traffic is being set off of the interstate and exit 148 at Quantico. A lot of people, of course, uh, getting over to Route 1 and using that to get down to Garrisonville. Northbound, by the way, the traffic does get by on 95 and 66 is running pretty well in both directions. Around the Beltway, no incidents or delays to report. In Maryland, southbound 270 before Route 80, single left lane is getting by the work zone there. And southbound Baltimore, Washington Parkway slow again tonight into the roadwork through Laurel. Just before 197, single right lane gets by. 95 is running, though, without delay. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic.
2: Storm Team 4, four-day forecast in Amelia Draper.
6: A bit of a breeze out there on your Tuesday night with lows in the mid-30s to low-40s. For tomorrow, we'll have some rain around during the morning and midday hours, especially if you're north and west of Washington, as temperatures warm from the 40s into the low to mid-50s throughout the day. Record high temperatures on Thursday with a high of 80 and breezy winds, gusting up to 30 miles an hour. Still breezy and cooling on Friday. We start off in the 60s and fall into the 40s. Rain is in the forecast on a cold Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right
2: now at Tyson's 55, Potomac 43, Annandale 54. Getting down to the 40s and even the 30s in places. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP, we have a completion of an investigation into that shocking story of a 6-year-old student shooting his teacher in Newport News, Virginia. Stay with us on WTOP,
1: 920 now. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. 7 1979 Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford Remember Big Lou's like you he's on meds too Call 800-777-1979 800-777-1979 It's 921
3: The new D.C. News Now is here.
2: And if you're an early riser, you're going to really like us.
3: We're bringing you your late news a little earlier, 9 p.m. Not too early, not too late, it's just right.
1: With four locations in the DMV, we're covering more ground and telling more of your stories.
3: The news of the day from where you live, like where you really live.
1: We'll see you tonight at 9 for D.C. News Now. Your new
2: choice for news, D.C. News Now. Tonight at 9. Check your local listings at dcnewsnow.com.
4: When it comes to banking, turn to FVC Bank. Businesses in Baltimore, D.C., Northern Virginia, and all areas in between benefit from the convenient online options FVC Bank offers its customers. You owe it to yourself and your business to switch to FVC Bank. Customer-focused, technologically efficient, a great customer experience. FVC Bank. Visit FVCBank.com.
1: Member FDIC. This is WTOP
2: News. 922 in Newport News, Virginia, police have finished their investigation into the January shooting at Richneck Elementary where a six-year-old boy shot his teacher. The Washington Post reports police have handed over their findings and recommendations to the local prosecutor who will make the final charging decisions. Police have said they were looking into charges against the boy's mom who owned the gun that he used to shoot and seriously injure 25-year-old teacher Abby's Werner. It's unlikely the first grader will be charged. Under Virginia law, children younger than seven are presumed not to be able to form the intent to carry out a criminal act. Loudoun County Public Schools Public Information Officer Wade Byard wants a change of venue for his upcoming perjury trial set for June 20th. This is in connection with two sexual assaults at two different schools by the same student in 2021. Loudoun now reports Byard's attorney says because Governor Glenn Youngkin and Attorney General Jason Meares called citizens of Loudoun County victims of the alleged cover-up by school officials. The residents of the county are interested parties, so they are disqualified as jurors. A hearing about this is coming up in just two days. After a pregnant woman went missing in Loudoun County in 2011, her boyfriend pleaded guilty to second-degree murder in the case.
3: Now he's learned his sentence. Last month, Ronald Roldan finally told detectives how Bethany Decker died. He said they had a disagreement in their living room and he pushed her. He said she hit her head on a windowsill and died. Roldan never called 911 because he was afraid first responders wouldn't believe his story. Decker's family agreed to the plea agreement that calls for Roldan to serve 12 and a half years in prison before he's deported. In Leesburg, Neil Morgenstein, WTRP News. Two teen
2: girls are under arrest, accused of carjacking in D.C. Police say the two 15-year-olds, one from D.C., one from Herndon, assaulted somebody and tried to steal their car as they left a parking space in Northwest. That was Saturday night. Police say the victim was able to drive off. A little more than five hours later, police say one of the girls pulled a knife and stabbed a driver on Rhode Island Avenue. That driver is expected to physically recover. And then police say the girls got in the car, crashed it, They were arrested a short time later. They're charged with armed carjacking and attempted carjacking. 9.25. Money News 25 and 55 on WTOP with Dan Ronan. Wall Street had one of its worst days in months. The Dow dropped
4: more than 2%. The Nasdaq, 2.5%. It all started when Home Depot missed Wall Street's expectations. That hasn't happened since 2019 that the Atlanta-based home improvement company has missed the number that investors were expecting. However, Walmart had a good fourth quarter in part because the company says shoppers were looking for bargains over the holiday shopping season. The company reported revenue of $164 billion, up more than 7% from a year earlier. Baltimore's hospitality industry is hoping for a big week as the CIAA men's and women's basketball tournament began Tuesday in downtown Baltimore at CFG Bank Arena. The tournament last year had an economic impact of
2: nearly $20 million. Dan Roman, WTOP News. Checking out the Asian markets tonight, they are all lower. The KOSPI, for example, South Korea's KOSPI index down 1.5%. Tokyo stocks are losing 1.5%. Coming up here on WTOP, we have History Made in Virginia. Jennifer McClellan will be the next congressperson for Virginia, the first black woman to represent a congressional seat from the Old Dominion. 926, stay with us for that story and more.
1: have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to opt